and thank you for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. If you are a returning listener to the Sex and Intimacy series, I'd love to invite you to skip over to the 11 or 12 minute mark where the intro ends. I am including the intro. If you are a new listener, this is the first episode you're hearing of the Sex and Intimacy series. I'd love you to listen to that 11 minute intro before diving into the content. But again, if you're returning, feel free to skip over the topic comes right after the intro, but I really want to introduce myself and why this topic is so important, who we're speaking to, the fact that it is a mature audience conversation. So if you're new, dive in. If you're returning, thank you so much. I love you. Please share. Go ahead and dive into about 12 minutes. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy. Hi, you guys. It is such a pleasure to welcome you to the Sex and Intimacy series on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I have been formulating this series for months now. I did not know it at first, but in my process and progress, this has really come to take shape, structure, and form and is now ready to be delivered to you. My name is Abigail Gazda and I'm a clarity coach helping you operate with more freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of your life. In my career as a coach and educator, I have coached men, women, couples, young people, and large and small groups. I have even taught middle and high school physical education and health. During my years in the classroom, I was often the go-to teacher and coach for the age-appropriate version of sex and intimacy for my students. I taught children and teens about puberty, menstruation, sex, STDs, pregnancy, parenthood, consent, non-consent. I talked to kids about suicidal thoughts and self-harm. You guys, they shared circumstances with me that made me want to adopt them in the moment. I walked them through healthy coping mechanisms and empowered living strategies. I taught them clear and direct communication. I supported them in helping their own friends and family through troubling times. I've supported many people of all ages come out of closets of all types. I have explored the hearts and minds of many as they have learned to master and unleash them. As a teacher, I did not know how to source and manage my own energy. Therefore, my time as an educator and coach was the most exhausted I ever remember being. I felt completely drained most of the time, and even the good times didn't keep me inflated enough. I felt completely drained most of the time, and the good times didn't even keep me inflated enough to get to the next win. That does not at all mean that this time wasn't some of the most rewarding work I have ever done. Making a difference in the lives of children has been some of the deepest soul work I have ever experienced. Even in my life coaching career, I have formulated age-appropriate empowerment curriculum that I truly intend to bring to the market in this decade. Until then, I aspire to empower teachers by teaching them how to source, manage, and transmute their energies in ways that have you feeling fulfilled, accomplished, and inspired. I know that once our teachers are enlivened and empowered, bringing a powerful curriculum to the classrooms will be fast, fun, and effortless. We need your perspective. We need your feedback. 
We need your participation. We need your collaboration to recalibrate what we offer children in the classroom and beyond. This isn't exactly just teachers either. This is the collective of adults raising our children in the education system. Nurses, administrators, school psychologists, counselors, paraprofessionals, bus drivers, custodial staff, coaches, meal providers, office staff, athletic trainers, deans, directors, sponsors, booster and PTA parents, and more. There is an entire force of responsible, loving humans dedicating their life to developing our future, and they are grossly under-celebrated and most importantly, under-supported. Because of my commitment to educational professionals being supported, I want to do something crazy and host a program that I have not personally hosted since March of 2018. My Hearts Unleashed Book Club is a six-week self-discovery program for readers of my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. In this book club, you get to read and discuss the book with the author, me. (laughs) The last time I did this book club in 2018, tickets were $97. What I am feeling super inspired to do is that if you are an educational professional, male or female, I will do a little bit of elementary subtraction on your seat in the Hearts Unleashed book club and bring it down to $47. You guys, that is six one-hour group coaching calls with a life coach about her book. Did I mention that the book also has reflection questions at the ends of most chapters for your journaling pleasure? I mean, (laughs) this can't get much better. (laughs) In my book, I talk about giving up what no longer serves you in order to restore your energy and feel fulfilled doing purpose-based work that you know you love. I am ready for you to be passionate about teaching again so that you can show up for your kids fully. That said, this Hearts Unleashed podcast, Sex and Intimacy series, is a great place to find out if we are speaking the same language and if working together would meet your current needs. I'll be straight with you, though. Health and wellness class with Miss Gazda is a serious one. <laughs> I can't even say it seriously. But honestly, I do not take teaching this information lightly because I am very aware that so many of us have not been talked to honestly about this topic. I found this very true when opening the discussion with a group of sophomores and telling them, listen, I want you to ask me the honest questions that you have so I can get you the answers that you need. You are not going to shock me, scare me, or knock me off my rocker. It is the same as asking a doctor. I am a professional and I intend to educate you on the topics that you have questions about. I want you to ask the questions that you're afraid to ask your loved ones because I don't want you to go finding the answers out the hard way if you don't have to. Please ask the questions that you need and know that there is no shame or judgment coming from here. Listeners, I told that to high schoolers and they understood it. I found this so incredibly important to explain to them because I knew I wanted to make a true difference in their life, not in my classroom. I operated with the intention that any of the lessons they learned in my classroom would clear a few branches off of their path for them. 
I would feel so happy to shine my light brighter to show the way a little further. I happily accept my intuition to share this information with you as well. It feels like a duty and an honor. Much of what I will share is my expression of universal consciousness. So no matter what I say or how I say it, I speak the language of love and I speak from the heart. And if I am ever not, you can count on me saying that too. I do my best to educate, promote, and facilitate understanding and self-mastery of the human condition. This series will provide you a new lens through which to contemplate the topics of sex and intimacy. I would rate this content PG-13. It is a mature audience topic. However, I would not use age to determine maturity for this topic, (laughs) or any topic for that matter. Young, developing ladies and gentlemen would be greatly served by this information. That said, I will be speaking about the topics of sex and intimacy candidly. Listen to these episodes assuming responsibility and maturity. I would also invite you to listen with an open mind, heart, and being. Honestly, if you are listening this far right now, I simply want to acknowledge you for your commitment to expansion. I try to imagine who each and every one of my listeners are. I wonder about your life and how I get to serve you. I pray for guidance and confidence and trust, just like you, for you, with you, and to serve you. I am honored to present this Sex and Intimacy series as every aspect will impact your life for the better. Thank you for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Sex and Intimacy series. This is so exciting, and I got to tell you what, I waited to record this episode until we launched the first episode, so it is about a week later, six days, and we have had three, 400 downloads to the podcast this week. We had, as of last night, we had 170 downloads on the Sex and Intimacy series. So if you are a returning listener, I am so grateful for you. If this is new and someone just shared it with you, I encourage you to share it the way they shared it with you because this is a conversation that we are causing around the world and it is just simply so exciting. And today's topic is a, is a worldwide, widely relatable topic as well. No matter what gender, what orientation, what culture, anything, we are going to be covering the four different types of intimacy today. And I am really, really excited. And to really set the tone for today, I am going to set you up energetically first. So I kind of want to give you a little visual is I am recording this episode while sitting here in front of my mirror doing mirror work, you can say, butt ass naked and curling my hair and getting some makeup on as I prepare for my Saturday night. And so I have this chair next to me. I have my computer chair behind me. I've got my bed right behind me. And I want you to imagine me. So if you watch me on IG, you see my physical space, you see where I live and you see my I call it the Zen Den, right? And so I want you to kind of imagine yourself here with me getting ready for a Saturday night, a sister, a brother, a friend, whatever, just hanging out and relaxing and having this conversation. So I want to begin to slow that down and ask you to take a deep breath in with me. 
Yes. And so just join me in my space and imagine lounging in one of my chairs and while I sit and curl my hair and maybe you're painting your nails or you're uh, just chilling or I I also have a coloring book here if you prefer that. (laughs) Right. And so we're kind of just jamming out on the topic and having a really normal conversation around sex and intimacy. And I'm really committed to normalizing this conversation so that we all operate in a more elevated and conscious way in this topic. It's been so taboo for our whole lives that a lot of us have a lot of unanswered questions and it doesn't have to be that way. Everybody kind of has their own conversation around sex and intimacy and, um, Some of us are just having it more often than others and more elevated than others. So I want to elevate this conversation and welcome you. And you're going to hear me getting ready. You may hear me uh, click a makeup compact or you may hear me curling my hair or whatever, whatever. But I just want you to imagine that we're hanging out actually talking about this stuff. Okay, so let's dive in. Intimacy. Okay, intimacy is closeness, being close with somebody or something. So you can have an intimate experience with an occasion or with a space, if that makes sense. And so intimacy, I want to begin by just expanding the concept of intimacy from just like sex to connection and authentic connection and deep connection, which is very different than we've often talked about, right? Or um, that we believe in. And then also something I want to begin to distinguish the difference too is people saying an intimate relationship and they may be referring to a dating relationship, like a romantic relationship. And that's not actually the same as intimate relationship. You have intimate relationships all over your life. And so it's really great because a lot of times we feel unloved we think we don't have access to love and that's just simply not true. What's, what's true is we feel cut off or disconnected from love. And that is very different. So you have a lot of intimate relationships all over your life already. I'm inviting you to begin to shift your relationship to the word and feeling of intimacy and begin to allow it in as much as is actually around you. So This is also flexing your muscles in gratitude, right? Because now you get to see you already have what you want. You've been too busy wanting it to actually have it. And that's one of my favorite breakthroughs is like, be, do, have. Don't wait to feel like you have something in order to do what you want to do and be who you want to be. You have to be who you naturally are and do what you would naturally do so that you can have the life that's naturally waiting for you to allow it in. Okay. So before I dive down that, I do have an episode called Be Do Have, and it's like one of the first 10 episodes in this whole podcast, because it's one of the most important breakthroughs you can have in creating a life that you love and living your heart unleashed. So I'll just encourage you to go over and head over and listen to that one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I'm already having so much fun. You guys, the hype that has been coming around this sex and intimacy series has been so much fun to live and play in. And so I just want to encourage you. I love the feedback. Um, I got a lot of feedback from last week's episode, my sexual history, because I shared a lot very authentically and very openly and very proudly. 
And um, thank you so much for listening and then letting me know you listen because there was a lot of pats on the back coming through and it felt really fucking good to be honest with you. I felt validated. I felt heard and I felt seen and accepted. And it was really in speaking my own truth that other people's truths came forward or people simply just acknowledged me. Like I see you. I feel you. I hear you. I love you. I am you. And we all are one. We all are one. And that's what's so beautiful because if you can accept that, you're going to be able to live your truth authentically as well. You're not going to be so damn afraid to just share what's up with you. And I invite you to share what's up with you. A lot of people came to me this week about, man, what you said really rung my bell. And that's great because you're awakening. So keep awakening. Okay. I could really drive into different rabbit holes all day long, but we're going to try to keep this on track with four types of intimacy. <laughs> and so the first type of intimacy, let's cover it because it's the most basic, is physical, physical intimacy. Now, I shared this lesson last week, and I'm going to start with it. I did not learn until I was 28 years old that sex did not equal love. And that was a big old lesson. And it really helped me in learning how to express myself sexually as well, like to actually explore my sexuality and all of those different things. On top of that is also not relate to sex as intimacy or as love because sex is a physical activity and anyone can do it and there doesn't actually have to be feelings involved. And so many times that communication is not shared between the two people in the interaction or three or four or however many. And so that being said, like someone may be mistaken and someone may go on catching some feelings and someone may go ahead and get their feelings hurt in that. And so knowing that physical intimacy, um, there's like, I want you to look at all four types as existing on a spectrum. So physical intimacy can scale, let's say from one to 10, how physically intimate, how deeply connected, or is it a shallow connection and it's just a physical activity? So that's really kind of as much as I'm even going to say about sexual intimacy because there's a lot of exploration available. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to keep going about this one is having a sexually intimate relationship with somebody, a physically intimate relationship with somebody doesn't actually always mean penetration, like the actual act of intercourse or sex. There's foreplay, there's groping, there's hugging, there's touch, just physical touch. There's the staring, like being able to stare into someone's eyes is a physical activity and a physical and emotional and energetic connection. Physical intimacy goes along an entire gradient or a spectrum or scale, if you will, right? It can be very low physical intimacy, which means you're not physically connected, attracted, and aroused, or level 10 shit where it's like practically magnetic, can't keep your hands off each other, and obviously know the difference between lust and love, right? Because there can be physical intimacy. Get this one. Here's where we're going to begin to break these apart. There can be physical level 10 intimacy without there being level 10 mental, emotional, or spiritual intimacy. Okay. And the reason we're going to cut to the chase here. The reason I'm teaching you about all four is so that you can live a conscious lifestyle when choosing a life partner. We're looking at all four types and this is you having boundaries and conditions of satisfaction and expectations and being at choice about who you interact with and how, because you know, a hundred percent of the quality of your life is based on your conversations and relationships in life. And so 
who you involve yourself with is those relationships and conversations. And so I encourage you to check the marks, check the boxes on these four different types of intimacy with people. So is this person, are you physically intimate? Are you physically attracted? Is there a level 10 intimacy? And you can look across the other three and then decide how close of a person that, or how close this person will be in your life and in your inner circle and how much impact and influence they get to have on your life, right? And then you can look at your impact on people's lives as well. So this is a very well-rounded conversation. And so back to the physical intimacy really quickly is it's just one of four. So you can have level 10 physical connection with somebody and that doesn't mean that they are your life partner. It can be really great. And if you know it and see it for what it is, you can access it for what it is. I have had friends, like easy enough is friends with benefits is what we've called them. But when you look at the actual connection, you can explore your sexuality with somebody and it doesn't mean you're in an actual relationship with them. That is stretching and expanding you. Now, let's pause there. Let's not be immature about this. This isn't be go be an idiot, go be silly, stupid, irresponsible, unsafe, unhygienic, and all of those things, right? I don't want it to get twisted. I don't want it to get sideways about sex before marriage and whatever your beliefs are. I support your beliefs and I'm all about you doing what's aligned for you, boo-boo, but I'm talking about what's aligned for me, as said in the last episode. The intro episode is I'm giving it like I got. And so if this is not for you, it's not for you. If it is, welcome people. You're my people. We're in flow and that's all good. And if it's not for you, my invitation is knowing that not everybody is the same. That's the whole point, right? So if it's not your belief system, I ain't trying to convince you of nothing, but I would love to invite you into a conversation where you expand your mind that everybody is operating on their own functionality their own lifestyle, what works for them, their path and growth period and growth rate. So open your heart, open your mind and welcome in the different concepts of the way people live so that number one, you can start to explore your own mind and heart. And two, you can practice that acceptance that if you're calling yourself any type of religious and you accept people, well, let's accept that everybody lives a little bit different, huh? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to leave that there. (laughs) All right, you guys, we're going to move into Uh, mental, mental intimacy. So I love this concept because I just um, discovered the term sapiosexual. Um, uh, It was in 2019, this year. I heard the term sapiosexual, which means as a person who is sexually aroused by intelligence, right? Or sexually attracted to intelligence. And man, when I heard that, I felt some type of understood. (laughs) I was like, oh man, it's because This is another one. If you only have the intellectual attraction, but you don't have the physical attraction, you don't have to go like loving up on everybody who you're attracted to. And if you have an energetic connection to somebody, sometimes we make a mistake of thinking we're in love with somebody because we are attracted to them for some reason, but we, and we can't necessarily tell why that's why like, someone you initially meet that you're not physically attracted to, you're like, eh, cool. And you kind of like friend zone them naturally, but then you get to meet them a little bit more and they show you their intelligence and their brilliance. And you're like, oh, 
Oh, you sexy. <laughs> so if you're feeling me on that, I'm going to need you to let me know because there's a lot of sapiosexuals in the world and then they're going and making some decisions they don't want to make or maybe regret or get into relationships that later they're like, oh, this ain't going to work because you haven't checked all four boxes, right? Check all four boxes and that is a lasting, sustainable connection that you continue to grow together. But if you're missing one of these four, if you're missing two of these four, or you're only hitting one mark, eventually you're going to feel like you've compromised your own standards, which I keep wanting to recommend one of my other episodes and I'm just going to do it right now, which is called Dating 101. I don't know the number of it, but Dating 101 is all about maintaining conditions of satisfaction, having boundaries and standards, again, maintaining them and really being at choice about who you end up in relationship with. And that's not just romantic relationship. That is friendship. That is your relationships with your parents or just family in general, your work relationships. It's about what you're willing to tolerate and not tolerate. So Yes, go ahead and check out Dating 101 as well. It's really going to open up your world and your mind and what's available to you being at choice about your life, okay? All right, and so the next one, we went through mental. So I talked about mental, and it's about being having mental connection. And again, this lands on a scale, a gradient, a spectrum. It's how mentally or intellectually connected are you with somebody? This is where you find your business partners, right? If you're intellectually connected with somebody and you guys have a lot of the same goals, you have a lot of the same value systems when it comes to like a work uh, energy or projects, or you're, you have the same types of creative energies, uh, that really goes together. And speaking of creative energies, I'm going to go ahead and flow right into the next uh, type of intimacy, which is emotional intimacy. So this is a great, at least for me, because I am a Pisces, this is a great spot to look at your zodiac sign and begin to understand your zodiac signs because many of our emotions, actions, reactions, life views and approaches are dictated by the zodiac signs and numerology, like when you're born, where you're born, all sorts of different cycles and patterns. And that is a whole other episode, which I would need another professional to help me explain all that to you. <laughs> but the emotional intelligence, if you understand and do a little bit of self-study, you can look into your human design, you can look into your zodiac signs, you can get your birth chart printed for you. There are a lot of self-study types of things that if you spent time meeting yourself emotionally, good Lord, your relationships thrive. Because then you're seeing relationships that are not serving you because your emotional intelligence is so important. You guys, I've stopped calling myself a coach and I started calling myself an emotional intelligence expert because that's genuinely what I feel like. And it's genuinely what I want to help people expand their consciousness in. And so I am like, fully committed to all of this. And so if you're loving this conversation, head over to the emotional intelligence series so you can begin to grow and meet yourself emotionally. There's too much avoiding and distracting that it goes on in our day and age because we are in the age of information. Um, however, we are shifting into the, that age of awakening where everyone is really diving in on themselves because in my concept of self-mastery, which I do talk about in um, the eight pillars of empowerment, is that if you know yourself, if you master yourself, you master humanity. Because if you can understand your light side of you and the dark side of you, and you can accept it all, 
when you accept yourself so fully, you develop this new level of passion. You develop this new level of compassion because you understand what it means to be human and that we're all just humans, people doing people things, doing our, our best. And sometimes our best, you know, it always has an impact on the world and life. But I got to tell you, you not knowing yourself has a negative impact on the world. And so continuing to grow and live a conscious lifestyle is you living out loud, is you unleashing your heart. And so I am incredibly committed to you guys knowing yourself level 10 emotionally, because when you can create emotional connection with others, you are just shining, (laughs) you are radiant and you realize how important like you get to become one of your number one priorities. You get to become your number one priority because then everything else in life falls behind it and very methodically and effortlessly with grace and ease and flow and joy and bliss. <laughs> All right, you guys. And so the last one, the last type of intimacy that we are going to cover is spiritual intimacy. I love this concept. And I've been growing in this concept for a year now. Like nose first diving into my spirituality. And for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, who have eat up my content, you have seen the spiritual and feminine growth. And I, I want to say those two together because they go hand in hand. I am completely, not, not actually completely, I'm still learning. I am tapped in to the divine feminine in me. And I have surrendered the wounded masculine in me and I have harnessed what there is to harness about the divine masculine within me which we are actually going to have another episode about um, divine masculine and feminine it'll be part of this series so please stay tuned keep tuning in but I'm fully tapped into the divine feminine and I just keep leaning in more and more and surrendering and jumping into that flow more and more and the spiritual development has gone hand in hand I feel so led that I don't like, oh gosh, I want to say, I wanted to say that I don't plan my day, but that's not true. But I follow the intuition. I listen that if my heart tells me something, I follow it. If I get a ping of inspiration, I follow it. I write it down. I decided on my drive from Huntington Beach down here to San Clemente, I was like, I I'm going to record this episode right now and I'm going to do it while I'm curling my hair. Like all of this is just natural and it feels very natural. Connecting with you is so authentic. It's so intimate, right? (laughs) And so let's go back to the spiritual connection. This isn't about religion. So I want to begin to distinguish and separate those as well because you can have religious intimacy, right? Like it means you, you guys all relate on the same type of religion and you follow that and you kind of obey that and go in that flow and spiritual doesn't exactly exist in any man-made constructs now we certainly try to put this in a construct right we try to explain spirituality we try to explain universal intelligence we try to identify god and allah and you guys none of that matters We are all talking about infinite love and acceptance. Think about it. 
Your God accepts you. Your God forgives you. And if it's of fear, it's not God. If it's confusing, it's not God. If it's not love, it's not God. And it's all the same. And so I invite you, I'm again sharing my spiritual approach, my experience, my 30 year old woman perception, right? And I can't completely fit it into a construct. I can't tell you how to spiritual. <laughs> However, I'm not telling you how. I'm telling you how to connect. Connect with yourself first. I'm going to keep bringing it around to that. What's your spirituality? Because when you do tap into yourself, you start to hear things and you hear them from other people too. And you're like, oh my God, I've never spoken that out loud. I've never heard that before. But when they said it, I knew that I knew that. That's a spiritual connection. That's spiritual intimacy. And that is how you can begin to gauge how spiritually connected you are. Do you see 111 and 222 and 333? Do you think of somebody and then they call you? Do you have these synchronicities and coincidences all the time? Do you get the chills? Can you read energy of people? Those are all spiritual connections. And it all points to your level of alignment with your spiritual connection. Because that's the first spiritual connection. It's all of the first in levels of intimacy is with yourself. A lot of people are listening to this about how to crack the code on how to find their, their person. You are your person. And in fact, we are going to wrap up this episode with a really great post that I wrote that I have not published yet. I haven't actually decided if I'm going to post it or if I'm going to um, make it part of a chapter in my upcoming book, which I'm not ready to talk about yet. So don't ask. But I'm going to read this and this is what's going to wrap up this episode. So um, you guys, when you're considering connecting with people and choosing people that you're going to spend your life with. Everybody is a reflection of you. Everybody is a reflection of you. The people you like, the people you don't like, the people you hang with, and the people you avoid, they all reflect your vibe. And so I want you to take responsibility for that. And so when you're choosing who you're going to interact with, and if you're committed to your best life and you're committed to going for your dreams, you're going to want to raise your vibe. You're going to want to connect intimately on four different levels with the people that you choose to spend most of your time with. If you're only one of four connected to somebody, that's okay. But how much of their time and energy, how much of your time and energy are they getting? That's what you want to become responsible for if you really want to stretch and expand into full level consciousness. Because the, thing, the people that I think of in my inner circle, hit at least three of the four. And usually the one that they don't is the physical, right? Because you have to catch if you're attracted to somebody for the other three that you're not making out with everybody and having sex with everybody or messing around with everybody, unless that's your thing. But actually, I want to mention that we are meant to deeply connect to many people, but that doesn't mean we are meant to connect to many people at one time, especially like when, it, when we talk about romantic relationships. Um, polyamory and, you know, uh, multiple sex partners and things like that really leans towards 
um, what we're going to cover in later episodes of this series with sexual addictions and spiritual bypassing. And so I encourage you to be responsible with what you're doing with your body physically and to really take responsibility for what it is you want, what it is you're creating in your life and what is aligned with what you're creating in your life and what is good for the good of everybody. What is good for the common good, for the good of the whole? Because being uh, promiscuous, yeah, being, being goofy with your sex <laughs> um, will cost you something. And it's probably not worth your quality of life. So I just invite you to practice responsibility in that realm, okay? I'm going to wrap this up with something that I wrote called Life After Loss. And I want, I kind of might just dive in. I don't really want to preface it, all right? So maybe I'll wrap something up at the end. All right. I want to share my potentially unpopular opinion. You did not find the one whom your soul loves. You found the next one whom your soul loves. Now hear me out before sending me a fuck off message, okay? When you realize our true level of connectedness, the lines begin to blur. When you learn yourself so well, you begin to understand and accept the conditions of being human. When you realize that we are all of the same soul, you realize that separation is an illusion. When you stare at your own frayed edges, you get the sense that we are all cut from the same cloth. By nature, this means that there isn't one whom your soul loves because you are that one and they are you. That means anyone can be that one. That means, in fact, you choose one. You get to choose. How magical. That said, this isn't a bash on calling your boyfriend your bestie. It doesn't mean the person that you chose to spend your life with isn't totally perfect for you. What I'm calling to attention is that if that one whom your soul loves were to leave this planet or leave you, you would go on. Your soul would continue to find love because your soul is love. You would find attraction points in many other people, in many other places, situations, and circumstances. That one was a representation of the one human spirit we are all connected to and an extension of. So while I'm super happy for you, like super happy for you, I'm also happy knowing that if that relationship doesn't work out, you're going to be just fine, boo. You see? We are all meant to love and be loved. And as a function of being human, you will always find new love because you are love. So for those of you swimming in loss, I want to drop another potentially unpopular opinion. Heartbroken is a story. It's a bullshit story at that. I know that chest pain you're referring to that is causing your panic attacks. I know that migraine that just won't go away. I know that nausea caused by the knot in your gut. I know that invisible grip on your vocal cords and that lump in your throat. I know the endless streaming of tears and the phantom tears that fall when your eyes are just too dry. I know that empty feeling when you just have nothing left to give. I know that numbness that kicks in when you can't seem to feel or care anymore. It is anxiety manifesting in your body. 
It is your human instincts kicking in. It is your body surviving while your mind and heart struggle with living. Anxiety is a physical manifestation of fear. Fear of loss. Fear of abandonment. Fear of failure. Fear of rejection. Fear of missing out. Fear of being forgotten. Fear of being found out. Look for yourself what your fears are. But I want to remind you that heartbroken is a story. When someone leaves you, your heart keeps pumping blood. Your heart does not break. Your fragile mind does. The idea that someone would leave you diminishes your worth. The jolt of a loss loosens the roots, keeping you grounded. The experience of feeling left takes your power with it. I am totally coming to you with this from my own experience, having coached dozens of others through this mind-bending experience of life after loss. I want to risk pissing you off to rattle your cage a little bit. Do not wrap your worth up in a relationship. Every single one of them come and go, in life and death. If you were to shift your focus off of your woes, pick your eyes up off the ground, and take a look at your surroundings, you would notice that you are not alone. You are surrounded by blessings, including that one whom your soul loves and thousands more, including your family and friends, including meaningful work and projects, including your health and well being. The one whom your soul loves is you. Everything else is a blessing that will come and go. I want to remind you that you are your only constant in life. Everything else will come and go. Even parts of you will come and go. Even you will have come and you will go. You guys, I love you. I love you so much, and I am so committed to you living your authentic heart unleashed. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast. It is your time to shift from dreaming to doing. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, Turn that dream into a reality, and they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 